Hello and welcome to the Amateur Skeptics Podcast number 206. Joining me this evening, Mac. Good evening, everybody. Hey, um, I have a parrot on my shoulder right now. And I'd like to say that if you ever see pictures of pirates with parrots on their shoulder and an earring, it's complete fiction. That would never happen. <laughs> the two <laughs> things cannot coexist on the same pirate. No, they cannot. And we have <clears throat> Ian. Greetings. We have returned from the abyss. We have Mad Cat. Greetings. I have returned from the mountains. Oh. Interesting. And we have the dumbass himself. Bringing you the finest seedless dolphins. <laughs> seedless dolphins? <laughs> All right. Are you seeding these jokes again? Uh... And I've got a follow-up question on the uh, back from the abyss thing. Uh-huh. When you stared into the abyss, did the abyss stare back into you? Nah. I don't think it was very interested. What's going on, guys? What else? What else we got going on? Anything well, real going on? <laughs> well, I have another story out from the um, divided states of America. Is this, this is the same? Sixth. Is this the same story we hawked a, a couple weeks ago? Same story, right? I, I put it in there for yeah, the yeah. Um, weekend. The when I was gone. Yeah, we ha- we we totally hawked the story. I mean, it, it was cool. it was it was thorough. We made a lot of stuff up, though. I mean, I I would say <laughs> that what we said about your story might not actually represent the story. Um, I I seem to recall what you saying about the story was something to the effect of if Ian's not here, he can hawk his own crap when he comes back. I did say that too. I did that too. But <laughs> you then, did but, say that. but then, but then we decided to go ahead and and hawk it anyway. Actually, it was uh, it was uh, Mad Cat and Dumbass who who did the hawking mostly, and they just made it up as they went. And so I'm sure, I'm sure that I mean, how could that not help sales? We'll see. <laughs> but so, why, don't, why don't you tell us what so, it's really about? Well, this is um, once more in the divided states of America. <clears throat> um, it is actually a follow-up to my last one, uh, Behind the Scars, um, following the, the same character's story, Marco, and showing his life and where he goes after that one and how he ends up where he does. Which, If you've read the other stories, you actually know where he ends up because he's actually referenced in um, Trial of Pain. So he was a minor character there that I decided I needed to tell his full story. And so this is the second part of telling his full story. Seeing as how I'm living in the divided states of America, why do I need to read this book? <laughs> Be- oh, well, it's a not, short story. You're not, the, you're not living in the divided states of America. I'm, I'm well, not? Texas is the first state to declare no. its independence. <laughs> so um, when all hell breaks loose, he's in the state that basically starts it all. And as, if, if you check out United States of America, that's actually the storyline. Texas declares its independence oh. as, Ameri- as, as America tries to deal with that, and um, all the others start breaking apart at the same time. So it's kind of like, wait, what? No, crap, get back. And before you know it, uh, um, there's all the new nation states. It's, so, the, uh, correctly, however, what we are living in is we are living in the time of gluten-free bread and circuses. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And but super- I re- Superfoods, too. Right. Everything's a superfood now, too. Yep. So I recommend reading it. Of course, I wrote it. Hopefully we did your the, your story justice, and it sounds good. Right. And uh, I think we should I think we should move on. Onwards. Yeah. So, Onwards. all right. What time is Mad it, Cat. Mad Cat? That's right. Mad Cat. <laughs> <clears throat> Okie dokie. <clears throat> it is now time for Ian and Dumbass's Masturbation Brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire! (laughs) The Amateur Skeptics present Ian's Masturbation Moment 
brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire, bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves. So normally, when we're talking about masturbation, we're wanting to get everybody off. But this time, I want to talk to you about how you're feeling after like sleeping? Yeah. So this article um, from the – this is the telegraph.co.uk. Men suffer po- post-sex blues just uh, just like women study found. So now this is – actually, this is an issue I was not actually aware of. So I didn't realize there were so many people having sex with posts. <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's the big question is how did you get that before Mac? That's the real question. Yeah, that is a good question. <laughs> so I guess it's, so. This is so. The, what happens is after coitus, um, that's sex. <laughs> it um, that 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 um, there can be feelings almost like a. Uh, I guess I guess it, I, they don't say the, like almost like a depression, but that's kind of what it sounds like. They call it post post coitus dysphoria, and these can, can include you know feelings of. You know, people not wanting to be touched, the feelings of um, almost, well, of what? Yeah, don't talk to me. I don't want to be touched. You know, it's kind of, it's it's almost like a a letdown after, you know, um, and so. um, I'm skeptical. Men don't have feelings. (laughs) Yeah, I think men are only supposed to have two feelings, rage and suppressed rage. (laughs) 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 And horny. Uh, Right, and horny. You know, I'm, I am, I'm wondering if they are. I'm wondering if they are, in fact, the people that they're talking about experiencing this, I'm wondering if they're also depressed beforehand. Well, that's a good question, and I don't think that the study covers that. It um, Let's see. So the negative effects of, this, of the state, which define PCD, um, has the potential to cause distress in the individual and as well as the partner. So, so the, the, the problem so the problem is here is that so after sex, a lot of times cuddling, or, I mean, I guess we're not talking necessarily about one night stands, but cer- certainly we could be talking about the same dysphoria in those. But I think it says that that partners, you know, generally that, you know, that they do better when they, you know, afterwards that there's you know, there's cuddling and there's some sort of interaction. But if somebody doesn't want to be touched, that it can cause problems for, for both sides. So the person who doesn't want to be touched and, and has these feelings, number one, they're, they're having these problems. And the other person you know, doesn't understand why they don't want to be touched and why they just roll away. So it can cause a lot of problems for both partners in this case. So um, it, it sounds the way, that, you know, the way that the article talks about it as a, a fairly serious issue. The experience of uh, PCD contra- contradicts these. Oh, yeah. And they didn't think this could happen in, in men. It, they thought this was just something that happened to women, and they in this study show that it happens in men as well. Now, this doesn't tell me how big the study was, and it doesn't really go into the controls and stuff like that. Um, I guess it was in the uh, the Journal of Sex and Marital Therapies, and so I don't actually know the quality of that journal. So um, I found it interesting, and I can see where that would be. I can see that would be a problem for me, you know, in my relationship if after you after you have sex with the other person does. You know that I can I can see issues almost like the dejected. right yeah well and so and, and so if you have <clears throat> almost this you know postpartum after sex right and you, you know mm. and you know the and you know at that point you don't you don't want to be interacted with I mean the other person you know that that can be a that can cause you know problems for them too a rejection yep. sure yeah well that is one of those you know relationship communications thing right but here's the things that this is if 
I mean, certainly it's something that needs to be talked about, but, but man, if, if, if that's the way that they feel afterwards, I mean, can, can you imagine, you know, I mean, it, yeah. it, it sounds awful yeah, the, to me. It, yeah, it, it sounds it, like something that would be difficult to discuss in a way because the person who is turning away probably doesn't realize why they're doing it either. Right, exactly. They, they, no. they can't, and these are things that they cannot control. Right. And although you wonder some of it, um, our society does like to teach us how horrible sex is and how great it is at the same time. Well, there, there you, you go. You do wonder if the, you know, the conflicting mentality of all that doesn't affect a lot of people. I, I, cause I, I know people that have issues with sex because they were taught about how evil it was growing up. You know, the, 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 the church drilled into, into them. Sex is this horrible, horrible thing. Oh yeah. By the way, it's a great thing once you're married though. And it's like what, huh? Right, exactly. Yeah, there's there's a disconnect there, right? There's some hypocrisy yeah. too. Well, there's a there's a disconnect even between the pleasure and the uh, reproductive aspects of it. Yeah. If you know the church is teaching you that the the whole point of sex is just to make more little soldiers for God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That. Yeah. That, there's that too. It's not. It's not. It's not about pleasure. It's not about you know. It's it's a duty. You have to do it. For women, it's a duty. They have to do it. For men, that's a totally different Well, yeah, thing. even for men, though, it's somewhat uh, taught that way at times. <clears throat> Especially also, with the um, conversion therapy. Stuff. You know, they, they, if you're a gay guy, no, no, no. Sex is not about pleasure. It's about sure. um, popping the kids out. How dare you think otherwise? Yeah. I, I was just going to say that uh, even for straight <laughs> men, you know, I think there's, there's the idea that straight men should uh, adhere to, like, these kind of paths of uh, sexual virtue. But, like, uh, we've got this like little, a uh, little bit of a double standard where it's like, oh, boys will be boys, you know, if if they get into a little bit of that kind of stuff. Well, that's just their nature. That is the exact thing I thought when when you said that is boys will be boys. I mean, that's how they they pass it off. Oh, well, this is this is boys, right? I mean, well, and and you know, because if a, if if a woman is having sex, it's because they con the boy into right. Yeah, they're, yep. they're sluts and they're evil and they're because they can't control and, themselves and they're trying to trap him by getting pregnant. Yeah, right? well, is that too right? Black- you know, I learned something uh, interesting in uh, some series of lectures. Actually, you know, like the the woman as temptress, temptress um, uh, was actually like the the dominant form of thinking um, until like uh, around the Middle Ages, and then the, there came to be this uh, this ideal of womanhood as like the Virgin Mary, and that that came into more prominence. And so we started seeing like that female sexuality uh, it was meant to be like more virginal and pure. Yeah. And anyone who had sex was a slut. Unless you're a man. Exactly. Yeah. Here's Except the thing. Except I did know a good man slut. Women do not have to tempt men into sex. No, no. men don't need to be tempted. They just need a place. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that, that would be a, who cares? The, the original uh, Christian uh, version of, uh, of the fe- <clears throat> female sexuality was Eve the Temptress. Right. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, he, she did tempt Adam into eating that apple. And he was such a moron that he did it. So it didn't Eve, take so, much to tempt him. No, it didn't. No, because he was Adam's a moron. Yeah, maybe with a show of solidarity, he's like he was oh, stuck he's alone. Eaten he was like stuck al- already. Eaten. He was stuck alone with a naked woman. That kind of makes a lot of guys morons. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, it's not you even his fault in the first place because she was technically formed from <laughs> his ribs. So you know, bad material out, bad material in. <laughs> Uh, maybe it was, maybe it was like a, a show of solidarity. She made the mistake, and he's like, "Well, uh, I want I'm going to show solidarity with her and make the mistake with her." <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, maybe. Who knows? Or it's just a factor of you want well, so me to will, stick I, it in. I will a... share her fate. <laughs> I will share her fate because I love her. That's a more uh, more generous way of interpreting that. 
Or it was just a, you want me to stick it in an oil stove? Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> I watch I a little my, bit too much doctor shows. <laughs> I, I think that my ancestors are, my ancestors came from Nod, so I don't really feel the need to give Adam that much credit. <laughs> All right. You you know that when, you do know that when Adam and Eve were cast out of the Garden of Eden, there were other people outside of the Garden already. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you know, Cain and Abel wouldn't have had anybody to marry. That's right. This next article. Speaking like, of speaking of which, odd little uh, odd little bit of factoid. Do you know how long Cain hated his brother? Well, after his as long as he death? was able. As long as he was able. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm so happy you got that, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this next one from Time.com. Uh, why having sex makes you feel better. The next day, according to science. So this was another one that that had. Uh, I don't know if these findings were that earth shattering, but basically the, the idea is that that people felt better the next day after having sex is is basically what what this what the end result of all this was. And it goes through some of the reasons the why maybe, but I I, I almost I felt reading this headline like uh, oh no duh <laughs> right yep. <laughs> You know, um, so sex has long been linked to lengthening life and lowering the risk of cardiovascular disease. Now, is that from the exercise or is that just from getting your rocks off? It's from the blood work. <laughs> <laughs> because the blood does work a little bit harder during that point. Yep. And it, uh, <clears throat> it lowers your blood pressure in most of your body and just raises it in one area. So this is a small study. 152 college students that were asked to keep records of their sexual behavior, emotions, and feelings every day for three weeks. So it's a self-reported I think, study, I, I too. I think uh, uh, ejaculations, regardless of their cause, are supposed to uh, protect against uh, pancreatic cancer, right? Um, they're also... And they're also is it pancreatic? Or no, prostate cancer. Prostate, prostate, prostate cancer. cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They also release uh, a ton of endorphins and a lot of other, you know, positive hormones that do make you feel better. So this, so this is a self-reported study, right? So this is what the people reported. But I think that, that for this particular case, I think that that's relevant because this is how they felt. Um, yeah. People yeah. were happier um, and found more meaning in their lives uh, the day after any, any kind of sexual activity from deep kissing to sexual intercourse, uh, the researchers found. And uh, once again, I'm... Don't find that terribly surprising. So, but but no. what's interesting here is that it, it isn't just getting your rocks off. Apparently, it, it is that it, it go, it's that oxytocin response, right? It, it's that it's that connecting yeah. with another person uh, in in this intimate intimate level. It's life affirm. Sure. Yeah. It 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 it's going to make you feel better because it's telling you that. <clears throat> There is more good in the world than there is evil. So I put this in here because I thought it contrasted well to the previous article. So the previous article right. showed a, this this total, like, th- this one's showing this complete uptick afterwards, right? And the other one is showing this complete downtick if you, ha- if you have this dysphoria. But if you don't have this dysphoria, there's this huge uptick. I, I well, thought, yeah, I but the, this... other, the other article was from Britain. Oh, right. <laughs> ah, yes. Um, yeah, so I... I I, I thought that they contrasted each other interesting way. Um, and, and, I, and I find the first uh, first article way more surprising. Uh, but this one gives me more information about the actual, which is interesting. So it's only 152 college students. And, of course, it's always college students because who else are you going to get to do this shit? Well, they're the only ones having sex. <laughs> <laughs> Might be true. 
<laughs> but we don't know anything about them, and it's self-reported. But they felt better the next day. In general, it sounds like that they re- they recorded it, um, you know, after having some sort of sexual. And which is is not really surprised that that oxytocin response is strong. It just feel good connecting yeah, with well, another we, person. We've talked about that so many times in the past. So I found those. And but realistically, I, realistically, you have to think back to. Um, uh, never mind. Bring on <laughs> George Carlin. I mean, his lovely little song "Tra La La Boom Die" tells you everything. Oh, you okay. don't remember that song? I, I, I can't. I even I don't. And I am a huge George Carlin fan. And, and you have shocked me with something I don't know about. So I think I need <laughs> okay. to know more. Tra La La Boom Die. Did you get yours today? I got mine yesterday. That's why I walked this way. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mac, have you heard this? Uh, it seems vaguely familiar. I, I, I am. I, I am. It, it seems like something George Carlin might say. Yeah. It is what he's saying, yes. <laughs> Except better. <laughs> I will find it. That is awesome. All right. Roy Feek accepts his lesbian daughter. Now Christian stores won't sell him his book. This is in. You, you have put this in the Jackass of the Week section. So yes, I find this very interesting. Because of the Christian stores being the Jackass. Not Roy Feek. The, the Christian stores. Right, but, but Roy Feek is still a jackass, right? Well, he, to some degree. <laughs> but he, he seems to be learning. That, that's one of the things about oh. this article. It's one of those things that gives a kind of hope. Um, so, okay, Roy, um, Roy Feek is apparently a country musician who I've never heard of, but apparently he's known. And he just he came out with the book um, about two months ago called Once Upon a Farm. And in it, it's talking about his life. Um, and... In the book itself, he talks about his daughter coming out to him and how it really messed with him. And there was some uncomfortable stuff with it. And then you jump a year and a half later and his daughter is saying, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm engaged to my girlfriend now. And um, obviously, once more, he had these Christian values that this was messing with. But his reply was, congratulations, honey. I am so happy for you. And he says that is the truth. <clears throat> that really was how he felt. And he goes into how, within his faith, that would be the wrong lifestyle for him. But this is his daughter. It's her faith. It's her lifestyle. It's her choices. And he's going to stand behind her in that, even if it might not be the most comfortable thing for him. He's still understanding that this is what his daughter needs. And he's not um, judging her, not putting her down for it. He's letting her live her life. Okay. But this is why it's so important for people to be out. Because everybody knows somebody that is gay. Right. And the problem that we see repeatedly with this, this is this is not this this is just another guy who has a daughter who's gay or a son that's gay. And so and so they and so they so because they don't want to reject their kid, they accept it, right? And right. and so all these people out there who, you know, you know, these fundamentalists who are telling us that oh being gay is bad because their kid hasn't come out yet. Right? Is that uh, what it takes? Does every one of these okay. people have to have that kind of a come to Jesus moment? Uh, regretfully, it might. But even there, we know some that don't. You know, um, I, I'm I'm concerned about the kind of message that this sends. I mean, this is about acceptance and forgiveness, and you know, Jesus wouldn't approve of that shit. Uh, no, clearly not. <laughs> that's right. Well, that, apparently, they, that's what the Christians believe because that's the whole. That's the main. That's the one thing that is making the Christian bookstores um, say they won't sell this book. The whole rest of it, you know, he, he can go all sorts of directions with his Christian lifestyle and everything else. 
But how dare uh, he I, says he accepts his lesbian daughter? I was just uh, saying. That I assume this is just a, a subsection of Christian bookstores, not all Christian bookstores. Yeah, um, I think it says majority. It isn't available in most Christian bookstores. So, but here's the thing: is that okay? But to, to back to Max's point, that you know that 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 you know this acceptance and forgiveness thing that Jesus would have a problem with. Aren't, aren't we told that Christians are supposed to accept and forgive? Yeah. Right, but they, are, but they but don't do it in practice. They never do it in practice. That, well, that's what's uh, not all of them. But right now, the general conservative fundamentalist Christians who are really um, trying to overdo it right now. No, that they don't seem to understand that concept at all. Unless you're Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, then Donald Trump is God. Oh yeah, Donald Trump is very forgetful of uh, racism and uh, stealing children. Yeah, he's very forgiving about all his adultery affairs yeah. and anything else he's done because um, because um, because he panders to them. <laughs> you know, I'm going to say this again. I don't consider him an adulterer. I think that he only cheated on his past wives with his next wives. <laughs> no, that's adultery. No, uh, that's adultery. No, it's just temporarily. It is temporally displaced faithfulness. No. He has been with a couple <laughs> No, women. no, no. And probably won't at this point. The second you so, had so the, how, the, the, we, the second wife, the he's an adulterer. Is, oh, go ahead, dummy. So how do we classify the women who he grabs by the pussy? Oh, those are the doctresses. They, 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 oh. they, they're the whole problem. You know, they, they yeah. obviously messed with his head enough that, you know. They obviously walked into a store. Boys will be <laughs> boys. Yeah. <laughs> Well, awesome. when you're famous, you can do anything. You can grab them by the pussy if you want. Oh my God! All right, you know, like, and um, I need to, I need to take that into take that lesson into account because I'm kind of famous now. <laughs> no. Oh, you grab no. someone by the pussy? Where would you take their cat? <laughs> I'm got to, to be fair to the to the Christian bookstore. I mean, they they are these are very niche stores, and they they are uh, trying to uh, sell books that. Uh, that comply to a message that uh, they want to put out there. Right, exactly. However, they one have of an their agenda. Is yeah. to forgive. So you know, if a, if a Christian understand. author writes a book that doesn't mesh with their message, it's pretty logical that they wouldn't want to. However, uh, it is illogical for them to go against it because one of the messages that the Christian store or the Christian people do believe in is forgiveness. No understanding. That's what they teach. They they claim those things, they but do. they don't believe in any of them. Exactly. That's what, what I'm saying. That's the problem. Well, there. they're, they're <clears throat> just uh, selective in how they uh, apply them. <laughs> exactly. Very selective. Here's the thing: is that they, they, these are these are you know these are private stores. They can do whatever the hell they want. I, I really I can see why you know, but uh, yeah, they're probably jackasses. But here's the thing. It's well, good for Roy Fink for for seeing the light, right, uh, on this particular issue. But but how but how is he on abortion, right? Well, yeah. You never know. Well, no, I bet we do yeah. know. I bet we I yeah. bet we can figure it out. He's pro life, of course, <clears throat> because he probably, can't get pregnant. He mm. probably will decide that when his daughter has one. <laughs> exactly. No, that, but that, that you're right. That's exactly right. You know. <sighs> well, let's let's not indulge too much in stereotyping. Uh, People who like Christians. Who, you mean Christians uh, that defense. prefer um, debt-free virgins without tattoos? <laughs> right. All right. Let's move on to that. <laughs> so everybody has covered this article by now, and so and we're we're like the last podcast because we haven't done one in a couple of weeks to, to get to this article. But I I had to put it in here. 
because there's a couple of things that drive me nuts about this, and it's not that it's not the title. <laughs> no, well, you know, you don't want to. Apparently, according to this, you don't want to educate women because that's how they get debt. Okay, this is that the, right there. The, so it's the it's the controlling of women factor that just absolutely I find mind boggling. So the, the where this is the, where this is from is the transformativewife.com. So it so I mean the agenda is in the title of the of the uh, of the website. So the the title is men prefer debt-free virgins without tattoos. So here's the thing is that I think that everybody's heard about this article and and everybody's talked about it and, and talked about how how bad it is. But the, but here's the thing. They they didn't ask men if they actually felt this way. They just they, they they it just said this is what men prefer. Now the the second title, which she, she has, has a second article, which she said, um, and it's it's godly men prefer debt free virgins without tattoos. So now it's not every man, but what the what the actual title should be is uh, godly men should prefer debt free virgins without tattoos. Because what the, what this whole article is doing is telling men what they should want from a woman, and and they're and they're justifying this with with Bible quotes. They're not asking men what they really want. They're telling them this is what you, according to the Bible, what you should want. And that's my whole problem with this whole thing is that it, that it's still the dishonest the title is completely dishonest because it isn't asking men what they actually want and what they actually prefer it's telling them what they should it, prefer if they're godly men see that, that that's easy to resolve uh, all it is is that uh, men who don't prefer that aren't true men or aren't true christian or, men yeah they're not godly right they're not yeah. godly so they're, but, they're not proper men so they don't count but it is it is it is telling women that you need to consider whether you whether you should get a um whether you should go to college or not because you're going to end up with all this debt and then you're going to get married and and the and the implication is that you're going to get knocked up not be able to work and your man's going to have to take care of your debt that you racked up going to school for an for an education that you're never going to use and you're going to have tattoos which are just spread right out because you we're got talking about that. a guppy on the ass that's not a tattoo it's more of an imprint. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I noticed that the thing about tattoos comes from Leviticus. <clears throat> Leviticus, I think, is an old Hebrew word that uh, refers to the picking of cherries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it, it's not too long after the whole thing on um, homosexuals. Yeah, sure. But uh, I noticed that I noticed that uh, nobody's still selling their daughters into slavery or, or killing people for working on Sunday. What I find interesting about Hebrew is that Leviticus and Deuteronomy mean the same thing. What I find interesting, though, is that they don't like the idea of tattoos, so they must go with branding instead. But the other piece of this... Well, no, because if they did that, then they'd be scorned as the one who ran. But the, the, the <laughs> whole point of this is you know, to tell women to, sub, to submit to their men, right? Yeah. And if they don't have educations, if they have no way to take care of themselves... Then they're stuck. You're trapping women with this kind of thing, right? You're, you're, I think that's part of the reason he wants to say it. I mean, right? Oh, she? No, no. Control? This is written by a woman. This was written by a woman. But I mean, let's not kid ourselves here. This is this is this is a woman at uh, at her doing her finest work, subjugating other women, right? Isn't yep. it? Isn't this? Isn't this? I mean, it was written by. I thought it was initially no, a male, Lori, Lori um, Alexander said it. Lori Alexander. But, it's not. It's not just men who support the patriarchy. 
No, nope. it's not. It's it's women as well. That this is written by a Lori? woman. How's Lori spelled? Lori Alexander. L O R I. L O R I. Yeah. And there's a big picture of, of of her up front. Isn't that her? Oh, there's. I we, I I don't know if it actually says that it's that is her, but it could be. I don't know. And so here's the, the, the original stuff I saw on this. I thought was a male pastor who was preaching it. No, well, may, I mean, there probably was a male pastor, but this is this particular article is written by a woman, right? And she, and here's the interesting thing is that she says I have received ninety thousand comments on this blog post on Facebook. Uh, most of them hated it. Uh, I have thousands of comments on my blog awaiting moderation. And here's the thing is that if you go read the comments <laughs> on here, if you disagree with her, your comment will not be put up. Every single comment on here. You know, I mean, she's talking about trolls, but nobody sees those messages, right? That there is, this is not, and, and that's okay, right? This, this is, this is her blog, but this, 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 the, her blog is not a place to have a conversation about this, right? If you agree with her, your, your comment gets moderated and posted. If you don't agree with her, it's not up here. Every single one of these comments is glowing about this article, right? But yet she admits um, right at the top of this that she's got 90,000 of, of people that don't like it. Okay, so that picture that's on the uh, that picture that's on the uh, meme that's on there. Yeah, stock footage. It it's not her. Okay, that, that's okay. Uh, when so, I look at the when I look at the about me, basically uh, she's a Christian mommy blogger. Right. Well, I think here's okay. one of the comments I find interesting. Right, but how do we know that's not her? I I don't know if it's her or not. Uh, because on her about me page there is a picture. Of oh, there is. Where? Yeah. <clears throat> on the about me page. What men thought about my? I see a lot. I, uh, if you look at the top, where it says home, next thing is about me. Okay. Oh, okay. About me. Okay. okay. Oh, okay. All right. Brian, Brian, that's oh, how web pages work. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's how web pages work. <laughs> hey, listen, I can build the server and the infrastructure to house this thing, but as far as the web page on top of that, that's all dumbass. <laughs> so, anyways, the comment I find interesting is uh, this. Uh, apparently her name is Stephanie. I agree. Unfortunately, too many women are taught that they don't amount to much outside of a career. Yes, even in the church. I'm saying like, you'd rather them be taught they don't amount to much outside of a relationship with the man. How is... <laughs> right. Do you not so, understand the, the difference? <laughs> but all the... So so the comments on the blog, the, the, there's no disagreement on the blog, right? I mean, and, and, and some people are, you know, it's they're, 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 they're putting their frustrations up here and there's other men up there going, yeah... Um, but I mean, that, that's okay. No, it's all, it's all thumbs up and yeah. in what I'm seeing here in the comments. Yeah, exactly. It, so when she moderates this blog, if you have, if you have a dissenting opinion, you put it on your Facebook because if you put it here, it, it it's a, of no value whatsoever. Well, she probably has her, she probably has her commenting set to approval, right? which she means that she doesn't have to say anything. You don't have to, uh, she doesn't have to approve anything she doesn't like the comment on right but here's the thing is that i'm changing the name of this to godly men should prefer virgin women without that and here's the thing is that this idea that um he she okay uh, he she she um does talk about another article that she was reading that she makes reference to that basically says um you know they that men prefer virgin women and um that have never been in another relationship it's like that's mind-boggling to me I don't even want the, my woman to have dated another man. <laughs> well, that way, that way she doesn't. That way she doesn't get to figure out that you're doing it wrong. Oh, sadly, or most Christian women wouldn't listen to their husbands. Sorry. Since uh, sadly, most Christian women would not listen to their husbands since they have not been taught 
to live in submission to their husband. Oh for my instance, <laughs> for, for instance, Christian women know that three inches is above average. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I was just saying that. Um, uh, what was I saying? What I, were we talking about again? I, I couldn't hear you. <laughs> I lost it was, my thread of thought. It, it was Cyloning, so I couldn't hear you. I'm sorry. Um, you were mentioning about how it feels like a good thing to be the first person. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was, I was just saying, you know, I can kind of understand where <laughs> these men are coming from some, sometimes because it, it does feel like something special if you're the first person to introduce your uh, romantic partner uh, to uh, these kinds of sensations. Okay, but but the problem is that... But, really, but, but yeah, the, the, the part that, that where they go wrong is like, this, this is how it has to be. Well, not only that, if you've only ever been with one person, you don't know that that person is actually feels good, right? Another person... You know, if you've been with several people, you kind of get an idea of what you like and what you don't like and what feels good and what doesn't. And when you date people, you realize what kind of personality traits you like and you don't like. And, and you you know, you get an idea of what you want out of a relationship, right? You take the time to figure these things out. If, if, no, if no, 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 Brian. Oh, You're way off there. Oh, okay. These women know exactly what they want out of a relationship because their husband told them. Oh, sorry. My bad. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're seriously bad. You're, you're way off. <laughs> They want them to not have any experience, therefore they don't know any different. But that's yeah. that's the whole point. That's part of the control piece, right? If exactly. they don't if they don't know that something else is out there, then it's easier to control them. If they yeah, don't yeah. know that they could go somewhere else and get, you know, get a better orgasm, they don't know <laughs> that. These these women know exactly what they want. They know exactly what they want. It's whatever their husband tells them they want. Well, no, no. It's whatever the church tells them they want, then the husband. Right. Well, no, the church tells their husband what they want, and the yeah. husband, it's, it's, it, it's, but, it's, but before they have the a church. husband, it, the church is telling them this is what your husband's going to want. So you need to make sure you feel, follow through with that. <clears throat> and so when the husband comes in, it's just him reaffirming what the church has told her that the husband already will want when to get to that point. Quote The husband will need to take years teaching his wife the correct way to act, think, and live, since college taught them every possible way that is wrong. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing is that if I That's tell my wife that. that, if I if I inform her that I need to teach her how to behave, you know what she's going to tell me? She'll kick you in the ass. Exactly. Yeah, but someone take a video. I want to see her slap uh, her. That, that's because you're not a real man, Brian. A real man would make his wife submit to him. Oh, I forget that. I, I often forget that I'm a, uh, a beta cuck. Thank, thanks for reminding me. Oh, yeah. No, we all are, according to the um, toxic masculinity. <laughs> all right. Uh. Can drinking mummy juice fix this? Um, well, my guess is no, considering that as far as I can figure, the mummy juice is actually just, um, sewage. But apparently some people don't quite grasp that logic. Oh. So a couple weeks ago in, um, Egypt, they uncovered a large black sarcophagus. They opened it up and, um, there were three skeletons in it. They, um, from what they can figure out, it looks like it was a military um mass burial thing don't completely know how that worked skeletons themselves were kind of messed up yeah, the mummification had been undone due to some really nasty looking liquid that the officials are straight out saying this is sewage <laughs> <laughs> the, no one's calling it anything else who's officially involved with it. and there's talks of the smell as to how just intensely nasty this smell was when it opened up the people that were working on it were like yeah had to leave the room and come back uh, you know, after, you know, hours later. Yeah. Up. So th th this is a nasty, nasty sludge. 
that has they don't know how long it's been soaking in there. It's had three dead bodies that are a thousand years old soaking in it. Um, nothing about this suggests anything in this fluid is something you want to have contact with. <laughs> but someone came up with the concept that, hey, we should be allowed to drink that so we can get the powers of the mummies. We need to drink the dark um, red well, liquid. Well, I believe that. You believe if you drink it, you will become similar to the mummies and the fact that you will be dead. No, here, we need to that drink. We need to drink the red liquid from the cursed dark sarcophagus <laughs> in the in the um, in the form or, of some uh, sort like of carbonated energy drink. drink that we can consume the power and finally die. Oh my god! It's not Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> but the idea that it's got to become some like it, but... some energy drink—that's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, this does come from like well, it was like the twenties and thirties. The like. Uh, powdered mummy was considered a, rem- a remedy for yeah. everything, right? Right. Yeah, yeah there, there was some weird stuff with um, what mummy powers could do to you, and apparently there's still some people that... I, the problem is with this one. I, I put it in here, be, not because I think it's 100% serious or anything, but I think there are people who are taking it seriously. <laughs> that thing alone, in form of some sort of carbonated energy drink so we can assume its powers and finally die... Sounds to me like a tongue-in-cheek kind of let's make a joke it about it. It kind of does, yeah. You're, you're right. I hope so, they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, but how many people have signed the petition? So there's a change.org um, position. As of right now, 31,901. Oh, my two, God. Three, there's still people signed it right now as I watch. It's still going up. But although my guess is they're probably a bit late on this because it's a couple weeks old. Um, chances are they probably drained all that fluid and dumped it. <laughs> I, yeah. I can't see them just leaving it sitting there. You know, they, they might take a few samples and stuff. But for the most part, something like that, they're probably going to drain. Okay, but the fact that, the, I mean, that this show, this kind of also shows the, the how, how ridiculous change.org is, right? You can put anything yeah. up here. I mean, the, the, there's, I mean, the fact that they were able to put this position on change.org is, I mean, it's, it's, it's what a worthless site. Yeah, it is. Can I, uh, can I interject something about the, the prior article about the debt-free virgins. Well, you're, okay. you're a little late. Are you debt-free? I am. Uh, I've been doing a little bit of research. I've been trying to figure out where the picture that she used as oh, the meme came yeah, from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us. So this is an auth. The picture is a picture of an author by the name of Tara Higgins, and the author, as far as I can see, her book is about living with autism. It's not about being a debt-free virgin, attractive to godly men. So they just used uh, it. Or being without tattoos. Really? Okay. So I'm wondering if she just, if she literally just grabbed a picture that she liked off the net and used it. Of a clean-looking woman that um, men might be attracted to. Yeah, I can see that. Well, I am yeah. attracted to her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently she's, uh, apparently she's in the autism spectrum. Okay. So... I'm not sure uh, if godly men like a clean-looking autistic woman or not. Not being a godly man myself. You can say uh, that Laura, again. She knows her place. Oh. <laughs> and how to cook for Laura or Jamounts. Do we want to do a picture of Common Sense real quick here? Sure. Go, I put this up. I found it funny. Maybe it's not a picture of her. Twitter users troll NRA for financial woes, calling for thoughts and prayers. I found it hilarious because... You know, I mean, all these shootings that we've been having, and the only thing that the NRA can offer us is more guns and thoughts and prayers. 
And it's interesting that that you you would think that they would be doing okay, that they should have a lot of people, you know, donating and everything, but maybe they don't. Um, I, I, I'm interested to see what their actual financial issues are, because you would think that if things were so good for them right now, um, that uh, that they should be doing okay. But the idea that they just send them thoughts and prayers for their financial issues, uh, I find I find appealing because I find this, you know, the NRA, I, I think the old NRA, you know, that actually was in favor of, uh, you know, reasonable gun laws and stuff like that is one you can get behind. This new NRA, um, after they got taken over, is is completely morally bankrupt. That this is this is um, for this is for gun sellers, right? That's who they advocate for. Right, not for me and you, right? They 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 want to make sure that gun sellers continue continue to sell guns and make profits. That's who that's who they're lobbying. For. Um, and I find it kind of disgusting, but that's my personal view. So the idea that all they can get is thoughts and prayers, I find I find compelling. Um, but apparently they're having a bunch of financial issues and they're being sued and um and I guess there's and of course. You know, with the Russian collusion, I imagine that there, there's going to be some litigation um, because of the because of some um, inappropriate things that they've done. Well, you know, if they if they put out a fundraising call, I'm sure there are lots of people, judging by the American elections, who would uh, rally behind and send their money to them. They're constantly fundraising. I I don't know. Is it possible that they, that they've tapped out all the people that will give them money? Because here's the thing, Zach. <laughs> here's I I am a lifetime member. of that's a that that's a story for another. But okay, they they call <laughs> regularly, and in fact, I and and I and I tell them not to call. Right after I berate them as much as I can and make myself feel better about myself because they can't really do anything. The person that's calling you, there's nothing they can do. You can unload on them. Maybe that's not, maybe I shouldn't, but you know, I, I just <laughs> um, but I, unload on them. <laughs> phrasing. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Anyway, um, well, and then don't we I tell them. Russian spy out there, busy helping them raise money for, um, through the Russians. Yeah, exactly. They should. Yeah, well, where did where all that Russian money go? Um, but and then I tell them I don't want to hear from you. Stop calling me. And that usually takes a couple of days. And then they and then and then I won't hear from them for a year or so. And then they'll put me back on the list just to you know I guess you know so so every so often they'll start calling again. So they are constantly in a, in the middle of fundraising, and I get and I get stuff from them. To upgrade my my subscription, you know, and they they'll send me a, a it's a thousand dollar upgrade, but they're going to send me a check for seven hundred and fifty dollars, <throat> right? And so they still want they still they, want two hundred fifty uh, bucks. They have a life you have a lifetime membership with them, and they want you to upgrade. Yes. What would you be upgrading to a past lifetime membership? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but if I was well, no, gonna, actually at, at this point, what often is an NRA lifetime membership it means lifetime of the group. So they're probably offering Brian's like, hey, listen, we'll make you a member as long as you're alive. <laughs> right or do you or does the upgrade mean that not only are you a lifetime member of the nra but you know you get to take your guns with you to the afterlife you know to, to be honest i don't know that they're wrong you know i mean i don't i don't know if, if gun control would actually work i don't know how to fix the issue necessarily my issue with the nra is that they're not even willing to have the conversation they they they, they see the conversation right. as a slippery slope so they don't they, they they can't engage in that conversation at all not and and so and so instead they you know they just continue on this path that they're on and now with you know this idea of noriega being you know this this felon 
being being in charge of the NRA. I mean, and now they're in financial problems. I mean, come, come on, what is going on? How uh, he, how are they? How do they not have more money than they know what to do with? Can I can I ask a, quick, a real quick question here? Sure. So the NRA is constantly fundraising. <clears throat> Who else is constantly fundraising? Churches. Trump. Churches. Churches. Yeah. Churches. So you've got to wonder: is it is it that they have a lot of money? but they don't have more money than they know what to do with. So they're still looking for money. Well, or are they seriously in financial trouble? Well, here's the thing said, they say deep financial issues. Okay. I'm not sure what deep financial issues means. I will say this. um, I, I'm sure they did better under Obama than they do under Trump because under Trump, the fear that the fear that Obama was going to come and take your guns in the middle of the night has faded to a, you know, rather than an every night, night terror it's it's an occasional monthly nightmare now for uh, so here's 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 the pitch now is the pitch is okay we're winning right but but that but we're still a threat right there's there's still there's still a threat to your guns because of senator warren right she wants your guns too so so you you, so you still have to send us money (laughs) right so what's funny about that is that it's exactly what you're saying if if uh if hillary was president I think they would be financially solvent. I really do. <laughs> you know, I'm 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 far less afraid of Senator Warren coming and and taking my weapons in the middle of the night than I am of Michelle Obama. <laughs> I've just I, I there's a there's a terror factor there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a powerful woman. Yeah, but no, but I think I I think that's exactly right. Here's the thing: is that they have to tell you to vote for Republicans, but man, if they can just get if they could have a Democratic president. And while they're telling you to vote Republican, they would be banking, right? Yeah, but oh yeah, how you 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 got to wonder how many of these groups really, really, really wanted Trump, or how many of them thought that there's no way he could possibly fucking be fucking elected. Oh well, I mean, who knows? But but he but he's playing to his base, right? It doesn't yeah. matter that he's doing everything that they want. It's a wet dream for them right now. Yeah, because they couldn't have got this under any other any other president, but. You know, but they yeah, have, but all his base are belong to us. <laughs> I don't. I just. Yep. I, it's just funny. I just think that it. That you know. I. I mean. I don't exactly know what what deep financial problems means. You know, they have some legal issues in New York for sure, and there. And of course, it's because it's because of, of Democrats they that they afford, have these issues. I'm they sure. can't afford uh, the the chairman of the NRA. The deep financial problems are that the chairman of the NRA cannot afford to have his Cadillac diamond studded. <laughs> Here's the thing. So they're, they're, they're just talking about they're, they're talking about sending not sending the magazine out anymore. I think that this is a problem for them because I think if you get when you get this magazine, I thought I thought that magazine was ejected. <laughs> Here's the thing: is that you get they have they have their um they have their national riflemen um and and so there's a section in there that they call the armed citizen. And so I took this one time and I went through every article. Boom, 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 boom. Right. And there's like six of them or something. And and there there's there's two things going on with these. Either either they, they go back to you can find the incident and it's usually some law enforcement official that was either off duty or ex military, somebody who knew what they were doing that, that stopped the situation. Or you cannot find any references to these things whatsoever. And in the magazine, they don't they don't they don't cite their sources, right? So it they you know, it could just be somebody told them a story and they print it, right? Or it could, or, but if it goes, but it, but I guarantee you, if you can, if you can track that issue back to to an actual article, 
that it, it's it's some you know a policeman off duty, right? So he's technically a citizen or ex military guy or ex ex policeman. You know, when when it, when you can track it back to that, it's never it's never a verifiable armed citizen that you know that actually stops that that actually stops you know an incident from happening, right? That's never had any proper training. It's someone who's been a first responder. <laughs> exactly, exactly right. But they but they sanitize the article and they post it, you know, as if it's this, you know, just this normal guy who's never had any training that stops this situation. Yeah. Right. So let me let me if I understand correctly what you're saying, Brian. They keep trying to send you the magazine, but you unload on them, <laughs> and they don't call you for a while. But then it just kind of re- it's like a revolving cylinder, and they call you about a year later. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, no, that, that that sums it up pretty well. Yeah, but I still get the magazine, right. right? The magazine still comes. My my wife tells me that I should tell them that. No, no, no. I, I want to continue to get the magazine because it costs them money to send out the magazine, and because I'm a lifetime member, they're not making more money off of me. But part of that lifetime subscription is that magazine. So I'm hoping that eventually I can bankrupt them by getting the magazine. But now they're going to stop sending <laughs> it to me. Well, your your plan is working. It is working. But I'm so, I, Brian, I'm deeply disappointed that you didn't say that I hit the target with that metaphor. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> that that was that was a hole in one. Yeah, uh, the caliber of my puns is is getting higher. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's a big bang. That's for sure. Let's see. What we got here. Uh, okay, we're at an hour already. Let's. Um, what do we want to talk about? What what else do we want to go over here? What do we want to end do wanna, with? Do we want to talk about my fucking dolphins? Yeah, let's talk about your fucking dolphins. All right, let's, let's talk about let's my end fucking on those. Dolphins. Okay, so um, the the initial report on this was talking about it being a new a new a new species. Okay, let me but read it. Let, it me, is, let me before you do that. Let me read the title. So this is from cbsnews.com. It says new hybrid animal discovered in Hawaii. Right. Okay. And they were. They were, t- they were talking about it initially as being a new species. <laughs> what it is is a hybrid between a melon-headed, originally said melon-headed whale, but it's actually a dolphin. They're both members of the same genus. Well, whales are uh, dolphins. The, well, yeah, they're, they're cetaceans. Yeah. But these are actually members of the same, the, del- the delphinus, delphinus genus. Okay. Uh, so it's a hybrid between a melon-headed dolphin and a rough-toothed dolphin. And it's just, it's just, it's one. It's just an interesting looking, it, an interesting looking one, but they kind of blew it out of proportion and said that it was a, said that it was a new species when in actuality it was, it was definitely confirmed that based on the genetics, it was a, it was a cross between the father being a rough toothed dolphin and the mother being a melon tooth, melon headed dolphin. So, so is it, but, whale. now the interesting, what so, is, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, so it is, it is an actual, it's like having, what is it, a burrow or, 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 or um, what is it? What I don't is... know if this one is sterile or not. Okay. Um, the thing with hybrids, and I did do a little research on this, the thing with hybrids is they're either sterile or they will tend to breed back into whatever, whatever family they, they fall in with from whichever side they fall in with. Um, what they did say though, is that the melon headed dolphins, usually don't swim in those waters. So the fact that it is there and it bred with a, the, the fact that there is one there that bred with a rough tooth dolphin is, is kind of interesting. And you got to wonder if this is an indication of a loner or if this is an indication of uh, a migratory pattern changing. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. Cause if they're colliding with another species that they, they might be more likely to breed with them. 
Interesting. Continue on making somebody got some exotic tail. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Is there anything else here that we have to cover? What else we got? Nope. Nope. Nothing. On a side note, I recently found out that apparently killer whales are actually just a type of uh, dolphin. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're all whales. I learned that like over twenty years ago. Oh well, la di da. Sea world. You and know what? there's actually a white dolphin, out, uh, a white killer whale out there too. I, for one, am very happy for your discovery, dumbass. Don't listen to what Ian <laughs> <Thank> says. He's <laughs> like husband I've, number fifteen or something. Anyway, I've heard. I, I this was a while back, but I heard about killer whales and dolphins hybridizing too. Mm-hmm. I've heard of that one too. Yeah, well, once more, don't, I mean, killer whales it's, are actually dolphins. So yeah, but, but other types with of other dolphins, types, not yeah, other types of dolphins. Yeah. Well, now that you've ruined Shamu for everybody, I think that's it. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> you know, actually, technically, what it should be doing is ruining dolphins for everybody because dolphins are not—they're not nice creatures that you can go swim with and pet. People love doing time. it. Well, hold on, hold on. You can go swim with them. You can you can go go swim with them. Nice the the time that <laughs> well, let's see. Dolphins, um, we know they blow bubbles into other each other's contellas to for sexual stimulation. We yep. know that they will actually fight over territory and stuff like that and kill each other. Well, um, and a lot of the time when people go swim with dolphins, dolphins let's say get inappropriate. Well, <laughs> yeah, dolphins will rape you. Yes. Yeah. Right. I mean that that's a and huge problem. Dolphin they rape are large, is a... powerful animals yeah. that are far more at home in the water than you are. Yeah. Unless you're Jason Momoa. Oh. <laughs> is is that Aquaman? It's Aquaman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there was a meme going around. So apparently he was in Baywatch way back when, and oh, so the no meme one. says um, he 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 started <clears throat> off as a lifeguard, then he got promoted to Atlantis because he was in the Stargate Atlantis series. Yep. And yep. now he's king of Atlantis. And so, um, it, it looks like the evolutions of a Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like that. <laughs> but he's a better looking Pokemon than the Pokemon. <laughs> so if you want to go swim with dolphins, you can still do it in San Antonio. And it's going to cost you $125 per person. And you must be at least 48 inches tall. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. And watching Jason Momoa is a good excuse for a lady to squirtle. As long as she doesn't get a tattoo. Yep. Yeah. And as long as she is a virgin and as long as she is not in debt because you can't go to college. (laughs) Right. Wait a minute. Jason Momoa has a tattoo. Where does this come into? Where does that come into things? Is it a guppy on his ass? Jason's a man. I don't count the guppy on your ass as a tattoo. I'm just saying. (laughs) Jason's a man. That doesn't matter. We all yeah. have one, so I'm told. A tattoo? Of a guppy on our ass. <laughs> Is there anything else? Got my pass and ask everyone if they can see the tattoo of the guppy on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm told I have one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Say good night, everybody. That which just goes to show you, Ian, that if you ask your kids that, the important lesson for them is to know to say yes before you drop your pants. <laughs> <laughs> and this is another one which the dolphin can get in the can. Father arrested yep. for mooning his whole family. <laughs> claiming, see, is there a guppy on my ass? 
Hey. Hey. Night, everybody. Good night. Cat, cat. The dolphins in the can, that's what albacore is for. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. That's um, it. There was a, uh, just a, just a last little note here. Back in the, uh, back in the years ago, and I mean, seriously, years ago, when I actually used to listen to Rush Limbaugh and enjoy him over Wait, 20 years ago. That's another story for another time. Uh, he had a he had a commercial on there about all about how the tuna doesn't taste as good as it used to anymore because it's dolphin safe now. Oh. <laughs> Say goodnight, everybody. Goodnight, everybody. <laughs> that's another one in the tuna can. Yes. If you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time. You're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Sharealike No Derivatives 3.5 license. Intro music by Peter Kennel. Find more of Peter's music at SoundCloud.com forward slash P-K-A-N-O-L. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Board. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture.